<laughs> oh, well, wait, not... hold on. Hold on. Justin didn't tell us that we were recording. So by law, mm-hmm. we can't use the first minute and 14 yeah. seconds of yeah, the conversation. Totally. I like my mail like I like my coffee. Black. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> you can go multiple ways with that one, bro. Like, I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> M-A-I-L, Shannon. It was a pun on blackmail. <laughs> still didn't make it any better. <laughs> you still left the pause in the middle. <laughs> I like my women like I like my coffee. Bitter. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. With room for cream. Um, Whoa. Hail. Vente. Vente. <laughs> Ex- extra hot and vente. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 214, recording on October 23rd, 2022. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we will be discussing uh, some spooky game showcases. So, little of what we have been playing. A new Game of the Year list contender has arisen. Uh, and more to do this, I have with me, as always, Shannon Canadian Tuxedo More. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so... Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was all denim everything yesterday. Um, Zach and I got to hang out at one of our friends' uh, a birthday party for one of our friends' sons. Um, so yeah, I, I wore my my jeans, my denim jeans, my denim jacket. It was it was dope. Like bringing the '80s back. They're all they're all coming back, right? So it was it was a great denim jacket, but when you wore it with a different kind of denim jean, it was <laughs> it was really special. It was. It was- <laughs> It was it was well worn jeans with a brand mm-hmm. new denim jacket. Like you can't. You, I mean, I can't. What am I gonna do? Drag it behind the car the whole way there? I mean, maybe. Or or wash it. Perhaps another jacket. <laughs> I, I should have worn. It was cold as like, like going like I don't know what happened, but it went from like summer in California to like winter in like the de- a day and it like i was mm. caught unawares i thought my denim jacket was going to be enough but you know it it got really i mean like and i'm talking like 59 cold like you know people on the west coast are losing or east yeah, coast yeah, are losing yeah. their shit right now but yeah it was it was you know i didn't wear a, a warm jacket and um i regret it i mean yeah it, w- it was minnesota shorts weather for sure <laughs> and uh it was it was brisk let me tell you uh, yeah, I needed a fire. I needed some hot cider, hot apple cider, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. That's that's what kept me going. But yes, also joining us is Justin Bagel Boy Carter. I know it's your boy, dude. So this weekend, I had the single worst experience I've ever had <laughs> at an Einstein's, like ever. So usually, uh, like sometimes me and my dad will go hiking on like the weekends and stuff. And usually our ritual afterwards is we go to Einstein's and I'll pick like, he'll get my mom like a hot 
chai tea or something and i'll get like me and is, bagels is, is einstein's like a like a noah's bagels type of place or yeah it's like a chain okay. it's just like a chain okay. where they do like bagels and sandwiches and I, like, i'm, I'm just not there. i'm just not familiar with the name that's all yeah so. i wasn't sure california okay. had them yeah but but no we went to get the i got megan a sandwich and me a bagel 40 mm-hmm. fucking minutes what yes 40 minutes. It's like the bagel's already made. Like all of my shit was, was a toasted like six cheese bagel with some like garlic and chive smear. It took 40 fucking minutes for that. And as we're standing there, I watched not one, not two, but five people be like, yeah, bro, I can't wait. I need a refund like now and leave. And when people started coming in, like the order and stuff, they're like, yeah, dude, it's going to be like, 15 to 25 minutes right and as soon as they said they turn around like nope and just leave and i'm like no nobody warned me when we came in that it was gonna be this why though like yeah that was my question why i guess i don't the dude said that like it was taking a long time on sandwiches or something but i never found out why exactly but that also didn't make sense to me because I was like, dude, is it like so many DoorDash orders or something? But they have like a little DoorDash rack and it was like completely mm-hmm. empty. And like Dasher people were coming in and still waiting like 15 minutes and stuff. And I'm like, like no food's coming out. So I'm like, I don't know what's taking so long because it's not like anything is coming out. I was like, dude, I'm about ready to drive down to my parents' house, just grab their toaster, buy some <laughs> untoasted bagels from them, and just sit there in their like little kitchen lobby area and just start selling toasted bagels out of <laughs> out of Einstein's for like five bucks. But was it they, they were they just like short staffed? I mean like what Dude, I mean this isn't like rocket surgery. So yeah. like I what I mean there was five or six people there was five or six people there and they were scrambling, man. And like you could tell them like look at them like, dude like they were like panicked because you know everyone wants like refunds and like they ran out of coffee while we were there. And like they told the one dude to go make cold brew coffee. Like he's like, geez, I don't know how to make the fucking coffee. Like that's a Rebecca job. And like he was like losing his shit. And I was just like, dude, they were having like a full meltdown that morning. I don't know what happened. Dude, they like walked into the back before the store even opened, and they're like, bro, like I got I got one bag of weed left. What are we gonna do so we can all get high? Right, I know right, we'll right. Put, we'll go in the freezer and we'll all get high. Yeah, <laughs> we'll hot boss it. My man Kenny hicked me up with five tabs. Are we dropping these bad boys right now or what? <laughs> Breakfast rush is about to come and i want to be on fucking mars <laughs> dude. dude you should have just been like on the other side being like hey i used to manage a bagel chain can i just uh tell you guys what to do real quick you you and you slice bagels you you and you toast them like like what are we doing you know so what's just- funny is my mom's cousin carrie is like mm-hmm. one of the head like head people of einstein's and mm-hmm. this is one of the stores she oversees Oh, geez. And she was literally just there two days ago because they had some shit go down at that store and stuff. So she came there to like take care of it. So my dad, as we were leaving, he's like texting Carrie. He's like, bro, I'm letting her know right fucking now about this shit. I guarantee you she's going to come back down here next oh, week man. and rip them a new one. Man, I would have been there that day. Like if some if somebody texts me like this is what's going down, I've been like, Mom, I'm going down there to crack skulls. We're going to close this place. I'm going to rehire everybody. I'm going to right. fire everybody. I'm going to rehire everybody. We'll be, we'll be open by like Thursday. Uh, that that t- that scenario absolutely went down. Uh, God, it was, it was pre-pandemic, uh, probably 2018, 2017. Uh, the mall right by my house has a hot topic in it. And, <laughs> and uh, I went, it was right around Christmas time too. And I went there 
to pick up something for the kids, a little tchotchke thing. And the gate was closed on like a Saturday afternoon. And I'm like, this is weird. Walk up and there's a sign being like, we've had to rehire our entire staff give us a couple days and we'll be back open. And then, so a couple days later, I go back in there and I'm talking to the person who was like a district manager running the store until they could hire more people. And she was like, yeah, apparently like the old staff was just robbing the place blind. (laughs) And so, and so they fired literally everybody and they were pulling like one person from like random stores all in the area just to like run the place while they were rehiring for the, for the location. But yeah, like they were just like, yeah, we got sick of all these reports coming in with all this missing inventory and missing money. So we're like, you're all gone. Every single one of you like like, Jesus. (laughs) I wasn't quite quitting. That was yeah. <laughs> a great hot topic heist. Yeah, totally. It's like, man, couldn't, you know, it's like the one 35 year old dude and girl <laughs> with tattoos and then like a bunch of 16 year old kids, you know, like it was just robbing the place blind. Yeah. I hope all that Invader Zim merchandise is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like sitting there like you can't fire me. He's wearing his Black Veil Bride shirt with the tag still right. on it and stuff. He's like, I bought this yesterday, man. I've committed to this whole hot topic scene. You can't let me go. I'm, I can't go anywhere else. <laughs> you know how much these living dead dolls go for on eBay? Come on, bro. <laughs> Oh man, fucking hot topic. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that store back up when we talk about what I've been playing later because oh, I think boy. it's relevant for Shannon. Um, really. Yeah, okay. wa- do you, you just watch. I'm gonna bring all of this back around. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be well, glorious. I, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm, I got to get my popcorn for this web. You're gonna leave. I mean, I yeah, need to yeah. This. it's gonna be great. Uh, <laughs> but yes, speaking of spooky stuff, can we talk about the two big showcases that happened this week? Um, first off, Justin, do you want to take the reins on how excited you are about all of the Silent Hill news? Dude, I would love to, cause I'm going to be real honest with you going into the Silent Hill thing. I mm-hmm. was very skeptical on like what we were going to actually get. And the fact that we got like four new games and like a new movie kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Like when stuff just kept coming, I was like, okay, like everyone kind of guessed that we were getting like a silent hill to like remaster remake or whatever. So I was like, and, and was I was like, expecting it to end there to be yeah. honest. And then when like after between the interviews as like, Oh, here's another one. And here's another one. I was like, Holy shit. Like how many games do they have in development right now? So we're getting the silent hill Two remaster, which Honestly, it looks really pretty. I'm, uh, you know, excited for it. I know Bloober Team or whatever, like, they people were kind of dunking on them and stuff on Twitter. And they, I don't remember what other thing they worked on or something, but people were kind of, uh, oh, they did the, they did the, they did the Layers of Fear games That's and right. some other stuff, but that was like their biggest hit was Layers of Fear. Oh, and they did the Medium, which sucked. I don't think I ever played the medium. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was fine. It just, eh, you know, like it was missing that secret sauce that like it had some cool ideas with the like two world thing. Uh, You could go into like the shadow world and the regular world and all that stuff. Like it had some cool ideas. It was just missing that like cool thing hook or whatever to make you want to play it, you know? Yeah. And then one of we got Silent Hill Townfall which 
a lot like with the other two outside of the res silent resident evil the silent hill 2 remaster like the other two we kind of just got like little quick teasers like we didn't really see a lot of gameplay like townfall but it was creepy like i like the little radio or like whatever so i'm interested to see more on that and then the other one was silent hill f which had a little bit longer of a trailer and that one looks pretty like i'm actually out of all of them that's probably the one i'm the most hyped for because it looks like 1960s like feudal like japan looking like very kind of cool creepy like it's like a setting for silent hill i don't think we've really seen so far so i'm interested in that and then the weirdest one that we got was silent hill ascension which is a live real-time interactive series um and it's coming out 2023 and it's like it sounds interesting on paper but it's like i don't really know i kind of picture it being like um was it like until dawn or like you know kind of something like that quarry or something that's kind of the vibe i got from it but they said that was kind of their inspiration was like the people who speed run or stream or whatever silent hill games and stuff like the stuff they do on twitch and stuff with their viewers and stuff like, like, oh, should we do this or this? Like the kind of games they play kind of inspired that interactivity for this game was it, like. And it, it sounded a little like that Minecraft story mode. Have you ever played that like on Netflix or anything like that, where it's like you can pick left or right or up or down or, oh, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I never did the Minecraft. I did the um, Black Mirror one, though. That one oh, OK. Yeah. It, sa- it sa- sounded kind of like that. Yeah, and then the new movie is Return to Silent Hill, which is funny because from what I understand, it's a sequel, but only to the first Silent Hill movie. Like They're just completely ignoring the uh, second one that they did, and I think they're just going back around it like, no, 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 Return to Silent Hill, the first one that you know people actually liked. Like, we're doing that one. I mean, smart. Yeah, like I don't, I don't blame them. Instead of that, the straight-to-DVD sequel one that we got. That first Silent Hill is totally a guilty pleasure of mine. I like that movie. Like, a lot of people sleep on it. Like, it, it is very slow in the movie, but man, dude, that third act comes around. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I love it. And, and I thought it did a great job of capturing just the vibe of that first game. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yeah. really, it really captured the look and feel of it in a way that I hadn't seen on a screen before, so that was cool. Yeah, visually the, they did a good job. The the thing with the the game that I'm hyped up most about, I mean, sure, a Silent Hill 2 remake is great, but it's also Silent Hill 2. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um and God, the nerds already picking apart that trailer. Like, oh, the reflection doesn't look like this, and oh my god, they changed the look of that. It's like Guys, that game came out 21 years ago. Stop giving a shit so much. Like, (laughs) please. This game is not being made for you. It's being made for the people that are 21 fucking years old that never played that game and can't because it's impossible to come by now. You know, it's like, oh, it's so maddening. But um, for me, who isn't 21 years old, uh, Townfall, who's being made by the observation developer, No Code, and... And you know me, Justin, I'm an Annapurna guy. Mm-hmm. They, they put Annapurna on it. I'm probably going to play it. Uh, so that one, I mean, granted, it was just a teaser. That's also probably like a 2024 game in, oh, yeah. in, in reality or not, or maybe 2025. But 
those uh that that's those are two things, no code and Annapurna, that definitely perked my ears up. Out of everything they announced, that's probably what I'm in for the most. F, I just don't understand. It's like it's it's very you know uh, Japanese looking, you know, in art design and and apparently in setting. I don't know, but it uh, it has that the the thought I had was just I don't understand how this relates to Silent Hill. Like is Silent Hill like a dimension? Is Silent Hill a vibe? What are we talking about here? And and I'm just not really sure. Like I need to see more from Silent yeah. Hill F. I did get very big, um, like shattered memories kind of vibes from it though. Like it, sure. the, when the, like the flower like stuff mm-hmm. the, instead of the ice, like the, I kind of got those kind of vibes. Which I'm like, if we get like a shattered memories kind of style, like maybe a first person style game and stuff, kind of going through that, I'm like, dude, I'd be down for that. Maybe it's an origin story. Maybe it like it talks about how like the whole. Maybe if it is a, like a pocket dimension or some like somebody's living hell. Maybe it's a, a explanation as to why things are the way that they are for Silent Hill. I don't know. I mean, it, I have zero interest in watching any of this anymore, <laughs> or like any of these things. So like you know, um, you know, I watched the trailer for the remake for uh, Silent Hill Two, and it looks good. I mean, it looks yeah. like a current gen like game so you know as long as i think it continues with that um uh i guess modern feel i i think it would be a, a good like palette a good t- a good taste test for like the the new generation of gamers but i mean for yeah sure. it's um I, i'm excited for all you guys to play those uh, i just don't i'm just wondering if you're going to get too Silent Hilled out. Like over the next two years, you're going to be like, oh God, another Silent Hill game. Like, I'm so tired of this. Like, do you think with all these titles that people, they're going to be fighting fatigue? I don't necessarily know that because I feel like these are all going to be very different properties. It's like, you've got your traditional Silent Hill game with the remake. And, and I'll be honest, I don't, I'll probably look at it, but if it's not out on game pass or something, I'm, I'm not sure. Or like PS Plus, I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna really go in on that again because I've got good memories of Silent Hill too. I don't necessarily know if I need to dive through them yet again. Um, but like I said, with Townfall and F, I my thought is those are probably one comes out in 2024, one comes out in 2025, and they're probably very different games. So I'm ho- that's my hope. Anyway, because otherwise, sure, you run into that Assassin's Creed issue of like, dog, I just can't do this again. I just can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, what if Silent Hill 2 remake poisons the well for everybody for for the rest mm. of the series? Like, what if it uh, comes out and it's bad? That then is it, the, think, yeah, if it's bad, then, you know, what? Silent Hill disappears again for another 10 years. <laughs> like that. That's the thing is there's been a drought of Silent like we haven't gotten a new Silent Hill game and I think them doing this with all these different ones I think they're trying to figure out in today's like market what's going to stick like is yeah. doing the yeah. remaster of 2 like are if the remaster of 2 sells like hotcakes you know then they're going to like okay let's do the Resident Evil thing where let's redo 1 let's redo 3 let's yeah. just get that and but if that doesn't take off then they're like okay, but this one did. So we're going to kind of lean into this like direction. Or so I think they're trying to figure out where to go with the franchise from here. 
And and I will take a remake of The Room if you want to give me one. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> dude, I think, dude, them remaking Silent Hill 1, the PS1 mm-hmm. one, but instead of yeah. doing the fixed camera angles, like, I mean, they did that for Resident Evil 1 when they did the original remaster on PS3, and that's what started the whole thing. So it's like, dude, do that for Silent Hill. Like, put it into, you know, well, no one also, wants to play the PS1 one anymore. Also, Shattered Memories in a lot of ways was just a Silent Hill 1 remake. And... And I, it's maddening to me that that just got trapped on the Wii and never came to anything else because it was fantastic. It was really good. Uh, it's probably my sec, probably my favorite after two. It's probably like two one shattered memories for me, you know. So I'll be interesting, interesting to see what they do. But uh, that was not the only big horror showcase of the week. The next day, Capcom trotted out their Resident Evil showcase. And it was kind of the same thing as Silent Hill. It just kept going. Like, it's like, oh, and we have this. Oh, and we did we mention this? And it was like, good Lord, you guys just dumping all this stuff on us. Um, the first thing they talked about was the, uh, was it the winter expansion? Was that it? Uh, for the village, uh, the new DLC that's dropping around Ethan's daughter, Rose, and the big thing with this one is it's going to be an all third person mode, which is, as we know, the Resident Evil 8 was a first person mode. But apparently this is also going to add a third person mode for the main game as well, which might get me to play it again, because that's that's interesting to me. Um, <laughs> and also, I'm sorry, Justin, but uh, your favorite nine foot goddess Lady Dimitrescu is now going to be shorter in the third person mode. So look at, <laughs> look at the disappointment on his face. She added, just look at it. I, you know, so they, they, they gift you one thing in one hand and take something from you in the mm-hmm. other. Oh, and that's out in five days, man. That comes out October 28th. So are you going to, you going to jump into that, Justin? Uh, you know, I think, I don't know if I will right away. It is something I do want to pick it up. Like, and I am going to get so much stuff just been coming out lately. It's like, it, pretty, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's pretty crap. insane because it's like, as much as I do want to get that and like play it and do whatever it's like, bro, like God of war comes out in like less than a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. And it's like, I still want to, I still haven't touched plague tale. I've got it downloaded, but I haven't touched it. Uh, I want to beat uh, Mario and Rabbids. Like there's yeah. Shannon there's... still has to finish Scorn. Yep. <laughs> I'm, no, I've I've finished it. It's gone. It's, it's, <laughs> it's removed done. from my computer. Roll credits. <laughs> um, I mean, I saw the credits I needed to see, which was none. So I'm good. Well, and then uh, also October 28th is Resident Evil Reverse. Uh, that's going to come out if you own village uh, or buy the gold edition that has the uh, DLC. Um, and it's, you know, it's, a, it's their multiplayer shooter, basically, including all the, the Resident Evil characters. And they kind of did a weird thing in, in their uh, breakdown of it on their, on their stream. They made it look good, <laughs> which I was not shocking. <laughs> It was shocking to me. I was not expecting it. Um, yeah, like, I, I mean, I know I'll probably still never play it, but I'm watching it. I was like, that 
looks rad. Like that looks really cool. And I don't know. I still remember mercenaries from back in the day and it was awful. So I uh, probably am going to be out on this, but uh, anything, Justin that ring your bell at all. You know, I think when I bought a, it came with like a little thing for, I don't know if that was just like early access for that Mm -hmm. or whatever, but I, I never actually played it, but I don't know. I kind of, I don't know. I might, if it's free or like whatever, I might check it out at some point. I remember when Bioshock two had that multiplayer. I used to play that all the time. That (laughs) was a good multiplayer. It was fun. Okay, guys, serious talk. Can we get to the point where people can stop shitting on Bioshock 2? <laughs> it was a good game. The multiplayer was good. It has the best DLC ever made in Minerva's Den. Like, it's it's a fantastic game, and people just shat all over it. Yeah, I never got out. the hate for that. Like, anytime nah. everyone's do Bioshock is, like, the worst, I'm like, no, it is not. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. You're like, let me sit down and count the games that are worse than Bioshock 2. Let me start with Bioshock Infinite. It was way yeah. worse. <laughs> are you trying to get Robbie to come after you, Shannon? I know. Robbie I mean, right now is like, I feel a disturbance in the force. <laughs> as as someone that enjoys all the Bioshock games, I can tell you I probably enjoyed Bioshock 2 more than, than Bioshock Infinite. I thought Bioshock Infinite was way more interesting than Bioshock 2. But as far as just gameplay, two is two is the one that nails it. As far as you know, the 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 powers with the weapons and the interchangeability and the dual wielding and all that stuff. Like when you go back and play Bioshock One now, it feels incredibly lacking because you can't do that, and it's it's brutal in a lot of ways. Um, again, Bioshock One way more interesting, way more fun. In Bioshock 2, though, Bioshock 2 is way more fun. Like, as far as just running and gunning, it's like, yeah, the, the other two games are way more interesting. Bioshock 2 is just more fun. Well, and so let's say I love Infinite. I have an Infinite tattoo, but mm-hmm. Rapture is the best location. Like, that's the thing that the third one did is like, Rapture is, is Bioshock. And it's like, once you're like not in Rapture, it's like, it's not the same. Well, and they figured that out on the Infinite DLC. They're like, we're going back to Rapture. They're like, you know what everyone loves? Going to Rapture. (laughs) And, uh, you know, but uh, going back to Resident Evil, though, the Resident Evil 4 gameplay stuff, I I am excited for that. That's looking. It looks so good. But like, okay, so I don't know much about Resident Evil. I'm not going to sit there and be like the pro on it, but the dude's face on the trailer, like the the image that they use for the trailer for it, like that, you know, still on YouTube, his face looks weird. Like, does it looks a little, like, just out of proportion. Like, I don't know what it is about Capcom, but, like, you know, they sometimes they don't get their proportions right on the faces. Uh, it <laughs> looks like they might have just, like, his, like, jawline looks a little more rounded. Yeah. Well, the thing I... His, the thing I... He, the whole, his whole face looks weird. Like, dude, like, he looks like a zombie. It's the uncanny valley thing. It's they they ha- definitely hit an uncanny valley with the character models. Where yeah, my brain just goes that that's not right. That doesn't <laughs> look good. Yeah. Um. The uh, the thing I enjoyed about the trailer though is very similar to RE two and three. They've made some changes to the to the game. You know, they kind of went through the whole opening sequence, which is very different now. 
Um, you no longer find the guy at the fireplace who turns and chases after you with an ax. You kind of have to go searching around that house a little bit and escape. And you wind up in the town square and in a big fight and all that stuff. And, and it looks cool to me as someone that is very familiar with RE4. Uh, there's a little bit of, the, we got, we got to see our boy Salazar, Justin, we got to see him for a hot second. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited with, with how this is going. I, I'm on board. Yeah, I never did pick up the, the remake of three, but it's like, dude, I'm definitely going to grab four, hands down. Uh, friend of the show, Jordan, sent me a copy of RE3, and I am happy to pass that along to you if you want to check it out, because it's rad. It's yeah, short. I heard- but yeah, I heard good. it's super short and I heard it was yeah. good too. I just never like picked it up. And I know like around like winter time and stuff, it's like been on sale and whatever. Mm-hmm. I just have never grabbed it. Um, well, anyone else have any news? Um, I mean, we could talk about Gotham Knights just having a very horrible. Oh, <laughs> I mean, so, so, Hey guys, guess what's not going to be in on any of ours, what we've been playing. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe ever is Gotham Knights because hey when they announced that it's going to be a locked 30 frames mm-hmm. the internet kind of lost its mind because <laughs> hey guess what this was originally supposed to be a PS4 Xbox One game and they were like no we're, it's only going to be current gen we're not going backwards we're only going forwards and so that that raised expectations and when they basically said hey guess what we're putting out a PS4 Xbox One game uh, people didn't take that too well. Uh, the Twitter verse was not happy with this development. And uh, it sounds like it's bad. Reading <laughs> reading reviews and listening to podcasts and whatnot, it doesn't sound like it keeps a steady 30, regardless. Um, I've heard that there's a way too big of a map and not enough to do in it. And getting around the map sucks. Uh, so yeah, I'm. I, I've heard enough to go like, yeah, I don't need to play that. I mean, I it was not on my list anyway of things to play. It definitely sounds like a game that's going to be thirty nine ninety nine in about a month uh, for Black Friday, maybe less. They're probably rushing to get it on Game Pass or PS Plus or something <laughs> right now just to get it in front of people. Uh, but yeah, rough. So let me tell you, my friend Troy pre-ordered it <laughs> to get it. And he was like trying to, cause after they showed the one gameplay thing, I'm like, Oh dude, this actually does look kind of cool. He was trying to convince, uh, me, Matt and our friend Tanner to also get it. So the four of us could play and Matt actually also pre-ordered it. <laughs> and so he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well you guys can do that. I'm like, I'm not buying it until like it's out and I see some reviews on this or whatever and see. So on the day of 1021, Troy fired it up and said, firing up Gotham Knights. <laughs> then about 10 minutes later, honestly, I think you could live with a refund, Matt. And Matt oh. immediately refunded it before booting it up. And he said, wow. the graphics look like Arkham Asylum. The combat so far is slowly clunky. I'm going to keep playing for the story, but man, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> wow. We all have our colonial marines. <laughs> well, they they only spent nine years making it. So, oof, oof, oof. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, 
<laughs> I just I saw that. And the one thing that confused me too, because it was like there was like five like reviews that were on Twitter. Like somebody wrote an article and then there was like mm-hmm. five reviews. And it was like four out of ten, three out of ten. And then it, I forget what it was, like IGN, 7.5 out of 10. I was like, what was that guy playing? Because, <laughs> like, what is he seeing that everybody else is missing? Because, <laughs> like, everything else was, like, 3 out of 10. Well, Shannon, you have to understand, when you get a five-figure check inside <laughs> the box of the game when you're reviewing it, that uh, that 3 turns into a 7 pretty quick. <laughs> well, I, I don't necessarily believe that happens, but I do believe that, people bring a lot of uh, their own prejudices to a game. And man, if you really love that court of owls and you've just been waiting for that storyline to appear in a video game form of any kind for like your entire life. And then one does, you're going to make yourself like it. You just are. <laughs> and, and I think that type of stuff happens. Um, yeah. Like, like Justin was saying, his friends, like I'm going to just keep playing it because of the story. And I like the story. And it's like, I bet that happens more often than you think. But. And then you convince yourself like, oh, do best $70. Like you're already $70 invested into it. So you're like doing whatever you can to convince yourself that it was a solid purchase. And uh, who, who amongst us when we were children and only could afford one game every six months didn't make a bad purchase and just convince themselves that that game was great. You know, and, and you knew, you knew that game sucked, but God damn it. You played it every day. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a rough time for, for Gotham Knights. Let's hope Rocksteady is learning from, from their, uh, their release and really fixing the Suicide Squad game. So let's hope, let's hope. Hmm. Um, but yeah, should we do a little what we've been playing? For sure. Uh, hey Justin, did you get Mario vs. Rabbids? I have not gotten it yet, so I am eagerly Oof. excited to hear uh, what my boys think about it. So I, uh, I was on the fence. You know, just you can't buy everything. Yeah. It's sixty bucks, and then Shannon got yeah. hold of me and was just like, "Man, hey, you know how you really like that first game?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, this one is better in every way than that first game. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, as he's saying that, you're on the My Nintendo store. And so so I bought it and I played it today. I got through the whole first world where you got to beat the lighthouse. So I did that. And uh, yeah, that game rules, dude. So first thing they did which is a major improvement is they got rid of the grid. There's no grid based system like the first game. So you're not, uh, it's way less X commie than the first game was. Um, also the rabbits talk a lot more. Did they talk at all in the first game? So they talk now, uh, which is, which is cool. And also they went back to like the Mario galaxy world with Rosalina and you're in space and you're doing all this stuff. And it's, it, I forgot how much I liked the Mario Galaxy games. It was one of those like, ah, oh, it's like putting on an old sweater. It's like, ah, oh, this rules. Man, I love being back here. And and so, yeah, it's, it's really, it's a really fun setup. The combat feels a lot more fluid. There isn't, it's still the same, like, get to cover, line up your shot, 
take your shot. Your turn's over when you take your shot. Or, you know, you can move this character to the other character to do a team jump and get further along in the map. It's, it's still the same basic mechanics, but losing the grid and uh, kind of streamlining the process for shooting and, and weapon selection and all that makes everything feel smoother. It makes all the whole process feel faster. And, and it just amazes me how they nail these games. Like Ubisoft has got a franchise here now. I mean, they can keep making these. I will keep playing them. They're, they're great. And as much as we dunk on the switch here on the regular, as far as it's antiquated hardware and whatnot, it looks great. In handheld mode, it looks fantastic. And I played it a little bit on the TV it doesn't look as great on a big screen, I'll, I'll admit, but in handheld mode, it looks really clean. And, and and the game runs really smooth. I haven't noticed any hitching, any hiccups, any drop frame rate. Like, it it looks great, and god damn, it's fun to play. Sh- Shannon, your thoughts? Yeah, um, I love the hell out of this game. Like, I I can't praise it enough. Like, it, it's all I want to play right now. It's all I think about playing. Um, I will tell you... The load times seem a little long, um, like going between uh, the battles um, or going in, into like certain areas of the map. Uh, sure. Load times can seem a little long. But um, for the most part, I would say the like similar to what you were saying, like getting rid of the grid is a vast improvement. Um, it also seems like they really kind of incorporate um, using other enemies against your 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 foes. So like now, like bombs you can um, you can dash over to them and kick them. They turn upside down, and then you have a like a time limit to where you can get them and pick them up, and you can throw them at um, you know other enemies on the on the field. So it makes things a lot more. It adds another layer because now you're thinking, how can I combo like using enemies against themselves to make this game or, or to make to make my battle more fun. Uh, mm-hmm. The Goombas, like when they get stronger, you could do the same thing with the Goombas. Apparently, um, I haven't gotten that far yet, but um, like they're apparently something you can kick over and then like throw at people. Um, the enemies, I'm playing it on medium difficulty, so um, the enemies seem to be a little bit smarter. Um, they seem to, you know, try to exploit um, your, you know, your bad choices every once in a while, like a little bit more. So it seems that they've kind of stepped up the intelligence of the enemies, which is great because I kind of thought that was one of the weak points of the first game is that I thought they were a little stale with their uh, strategies. So um, I like the enemies. I like the new characters. Um, I still tend to have the same problem I had in the first one is like, I have my favorites and I don't really want to venture yeah. out of those. Um but I I like their their weapon, um, like uh, how they configured the weapons in this one. So Mario, like in the first game, uh, he had two blasters, but he can only really ever target one enemy at a time. This one, they've broken his shots up into two different targets. So like you can target two enemies with two di- with two different shots, which is I think a lot better of a move. Um, you know, it really just- it really helps for clearing out like the Stooges in the beginning mm-hmm. of a level. Oh, and yeah. it's, you know, just to clear, clear out space for the big guys. It's like, okay, great. I can just get rid of a couple of these guys in one or two moves. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely makes things faster. Like there's a lot of like battles where like I basically cleared everybody out in like the first two, two like first, maybe first round, second round. Um, and like, you know, 
Mario and Luigi like together are so overpowered because they have like that same skill set that they had in the first one where like any anytime somebody moves, they get a shot on them. Um, if they're out, you know, if they're moving between cover. So it's like you can have like a round where it's just like you do your two shots, you kill, pick off two enemies, you know, Luigi snipes somebody from across the map. You set both of them up to do like their their power up moves. And then like the next time two people move, like they pop off two other people. So it's like before you know it, you basically have cleared the whole map. But um, it's fun. And I like the sparks. I like the the extra layer of adding that extra um, ability um, and giving, you know, people the power to burn or, mm-hmm. you know, a protective reflective shield or a protective shield. Um, it's all fun. Like, and dude, you, you would love that game. The, the burn, the burn sparks rad every time you use it and catch someone on fire. And then they run into like four other people and catch all of them <laughs> on fire. It's great. Every time. Yeah, you do that to a Goomba, and like it's all over. It's just chaos on the map. You just hope that your guys are far enough away so they don't get burned either. <laughs> right. But I it's, heard. Uh, are good. Oh, I was to say, I heard the uh, that the I think the battles are faster. Have you found that to like be the case that they can yeah. go by a lot quicker? Definitely in the beginning of the game, for sure. It, it it moves pretty quick, and and in these, I've come across maybe half of them where. You don't need to eliminate everyone. You just need to get to a green zone that's on the other side of the map. And so with the team jump ability and and other things, there's you know some really frustrating battles that you can kind of just dash your way through. Just get get to the other side and you'll win, which is is nice. It makes it makes a story move quicker that way. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember in the first one because it's been so long since I played it. Um, like when you did the team jump, it was more of just like a really quick jump. Like they threw you somewhere and it was just yeah. like you landed there. Now it's like you have a drift. So it's like you jump up in the air and then like a little helicopter thingy like pops out. And then like you can like basically hover down or glide down to like a little area. And like your move area is um, is diminished when you land. But like your your ability to go farther when you team jump is is increased. So mm-hmm. I feel like they utilize that a little bit more on the map. Like they want you to team jump more. Like the first one, it was just kind of an option to get somebody up to like a higher ledge. But now I get, kind of feel like if they want you to, if you want to go through the battle quicker, like you're going to utilize that team jump faster. And I feel like I do like on all of the battles now. Oh, I do. Yeah. Always team jumping, like just to throw one guy farther ahead. So especially now that I have three people. Mm-hmm. I'm always because it's yeah, I'll, I'll usually let Luigi hang back because the further away he is, the more powerful he is. Mm-hmm. But uh, with so you get edge, which is a rabid and then whoever else your teammate is. I mean, you can sub edge out, too, but I, I like edge, so mm-hmm. I'm using her. Um, and so but her area of attack is very small compared to everyone else's. So I usually will throw her way up in the front and then use everyone else uh but the edge was going to be my hot topic uh <laughs> work around because she's she basically is wearing one of shannon's like dragon ball button-ups <laughs> but has like emo hair and uh yeah edge rules like straight out of like 2005 hot topic even down to the attitude it's great it's really good yeah. that's so funny I like, yeah, she's got like a buster sword and she basically just like goes and like throws it and then like goes out and like hits whoever's in line and then does damage going out and then does damage coming back. And, and if anyone's behind that person also, it'll hit them too. So yeah, really cool. 
really cool attack. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope people are ready. I'm probably going to be talking about this game for a while. Uh, it's really good. It, I'm, I can see it being the game I chip away at every night <laughs> for a while. Um, yeah, man, they did it again. Those, those crafty bastards. What a game. Yeah, and the shit's open world, too. So it's like when you go yeah. land in the zone, it's like you can go do the main storyline mission and like just get out of there. Or you can do like all the extra stuff in the world. And usually that means getting like your sun tokens and then buying the key from the from the merchant so that you can unlock something in the level. So and like the only way to get the sun coins is basically to go around and do like the uh, side quests in the area. So you have to do all of the side quests to get the key to, to then unlock more of the map in that area. So I, you know, I probably would be on the, the next level right now, the second level. But like I wanted to unlock everything first. So like I think I've just finished like the first the first area. Um, and I have what like I think I have the fire spark um, and the water spark. And I think. The, the to- you know. toxic one, right? Uh, I haven't gotten the toxic one yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I found the toxic one in that first one, too. The okay. um, But also, I know me and how I play games, because it has the, like, oh, you found the, the warp pole, basically, that'll let you come back here whenever you want. And it's like, I'm never going to come back here. So I'm going to knock everything out as while I'm here and then move on. So I'm trying to get clear out the entire little zone you're in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. So Justin, good. Justin, get the game. It's it's great. I know, I know. I'm gonna have to get it. It's it's really good. So what, uh, Justin? What have you been playing? So, uh, I picked back up Elden Ring yesterday, and um, I made... I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about doing that for so long. Okay, what did you do? Okay, dude, I did. So I'll tell you what. I started <laughs> playing Elden Ring Saturday at about. <laughs> Dude, I would say probably about like 10-ish, maybe 11 in the morning. And I quit playing Elden Ring at about 1 a.m. this morning. (laughs) Like I went from level 72 and I ended at about almost level 100. Oh my gosh. I I knocked out probably about like 10 bosses, I think. That is not quick leveling once you're that high. Yeah, no, it was like about... It was like now it's getting to the point where it's about like I want to say like forty like seven thousand souls to level up forty eight thousand per level like almost fifty so like but the enemies now like in the later areas like do give you more like there's some enemies that you know can give you like anywhere between like two and four thousand souls or whatever like some of the harder ones but I have pretty much fully committed to even though magic does some of the busted most busted stuff in the game mm-hmm. i never built my character with magic so i've just have done nothing but invest in health uh dexterity and strength that is it oh, okay. i'm just a full fucking just run in take the hit and hit just as hard that's my goal and <laughs> so i was running around i got my my like wolf fang whatever sword up to plus nine so it only has one more level to go but it takes like ancient somber dragon whatever stone so i need to find where the fuck to get that and because i don't have very high fp like i might level it up a little bit more but i've mainly been utilizing the uh the mimic because it just uses half your health so you don't need 
um, FP to use it. So mm. that that's been my buddy. So I've been leveling up the mimic, and he'll like sit there and draw like the attention of bosses and stuff. And while they're distracted with him, I run up behind and just start doing heavy swings and try to take him out. But I'm I, I'm I'm heavily impressed that you've you were able to put this game down and then pick it back up and remember all the controls. Yeah, it's it's it took a minute because like I was like, dude, I'm kind of because Matt's been playing it and stuff, and I was like, man, I'm kind of in the mood to play Elden Ring again. And it's like I've wanted to go back. I don't even know why I really quit playing. I think just something else came out. Like it's not even like I was stuck or anything. Like I, but I was trying to just level my weapon up, and I was like, oh, dude, I want to kind of get a little little more level. And it's like as I'm tr- going to the places to get what I need to level my weapon up, that just happened to be like where like the story like bosses and whatever to progress to the game were. So I just started like banging it out a little bit at a time. So I'm like, Oh dude, I'm like getting towards the end, like towards the end of the game now. Cause I think you usually beat the game at about like, I don't know, like you can beat it like one, like twenty one thirty. So I'm like, I'm almost there, Nice. but it's been a lot of fun. And then uh, Matt and I today we're playing, we've been playing on the weekends uh, overcooked two. And oh, nice. we, yeah, like so over the past like three weekends we've been playing and we just beat it today. And then there's DLC and we were playing some of the DLC where it's like you you're camping. I try to remember mm-hmm. what the name of it is, but it's like now there's like backpacks. So like Matt, me and Megan were playing, and then like Matt and Megan would pick up the backpacks and there's key ingredients in those backpacks, but you can't you wearing the backpack, you can't get it. So someone else has to grab it. So Matt's like, I need cheese. Turn around, turn around, turn around. And then Megan turns around, I have to grab it. And like Megan's running around. I'm chasing after her, trying to grab stuff out <laughs> of the backpack and stuff. And like, uh, it's hard too, because in this like DLC one, there's like, you're making s'mores a lot of the time. And is, it requires- this the carniv- is this the Carnival of Chaos DLC? I'm seeing that on the Steam page. I don't think it's the Carnival one. Um, it's Night like, of the Hungry Horde. Let's see. Oh, camp, camp, campfire cookoff. I bet. Yeah, that's yeah, it. campfire cookoff. Okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah, because there's like a little owl chef that we unlocked, and he's like super mm-hmm. cute with the big glasses. But yeah, so you're like making s'mores and stuff, and you have to like stoke these fires, and so wood is a prevalent ingredient, and I like it too because instead of normally chop stuff, it's like the cutting board with the knife, but in the camping DLC, it's like a little like wood like hatchet and stuff is like what you use because you're out there camping <laughs> so you sit there and you have to cut up the wood and then make sure the fire stoked and then you have to chop marshmallows and stuff and do whatever it's like oh chocolate and when we were playing some of the s'mores required bananas and that's mm-hmm. like i've never thought i was like yeah i never thought of that either but why wouldn't you put banana on a s'more like chocolate bananas fucking delicious like that's a are big you, oh play. you've never you've never done that for reals i've oh. never done that but I so love good. like you know go to like Fat Burger or something. I would always get like a chocolate banana smoothie and stuff. So I'm all for it. So uh, my daughter has she gets these. Uh, it's it's like a subscription to a cooking thing for kids. Okay. It's called Kidster, I think, and um, they send recipes and a little like kitchen utensil once a month. And so she uh, one of them was literally called like banana s'mores, and you Ooh. take. You take a banana, you cut it, you leave the peel on, but you cut it down the middle and kind of open it up and you mm-hmm. stuff that bitch with like fucking marshmallows and chocolate and like <laughs> butterscotch and all stuff. And then you cook it for like 10 minutes. It is so goddamn good. It is ridiculous <laughs> how good it is. It's like, yeah, 
Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, dude, some like flambéed banana and stuff on mm-hmm. chocolate with the marshmallow. I'm like, dude, sign me up. You are talking my language, sir. <laughs> yes. But that, but, uh, that was all I really had to play this week. Not not since Monopoly have I seen more friendships end over Overcooked. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I heard man. that's a pretty tense game. Well, and that's what was funny is because Megan wanted to watch. She's like, I like watching you and Matt play Overcooked because you just get so angry. I'm like, this is <laughs> fucking so stupid. True. I'm like, because some of the levels, it's like, dude, they're just brutal with like stuff moving around. There was one that we were doing. It was like a ship thing. And it's like certain parts of it just like break off. But the the twist in it is like, okay, cool. Like if you're still on the part that breaks off, you're obviously going to drown, whatever. Because then another piece comes back and like reconnects. But all the food you were cooking on that station, also gone. So it's like, <laughs> dude, like when that breaks off, it's like, dude, start picking up pans and shit. Because like, dude, if you're in the middle of cooking a dish, like you're going to have to start over like any plates, gone. Yeah. Like whatever. So I'm like, dude. Like, when it's getting ready to shake, Matt's like, grab everything. Like, whatever you can. I'm, like, chucking, like, stuff. I'm like, dude, get whatever you can over there. I'll drown. I'll come back in five seconds. This food's going to take, like, ten seconds. I'm, like, trying to throw what I can. as I'm like, dude, I'll take the five-second respawn. But we're saving what we can out of this. That's awesome. Did you fry any shrimp, though? Um, There was – I think it was shrimp. It was either shrimp or lobster. There was some seafood. We did make some sushi. And and the uh, shrimp fried Matt knocked that out of the park. Or... Uh, he would have an angry eye the whole time yeah. you're making it. I was like, like he, look, he he would have knocked it out of the park, but I think he had a date. Uh... <laughs> you're sitting you're sitting there staring at him like, hey hey, did a did a shrimp fry this rice? Did it? Did it? Hey hey, sound familiar? Sound, huh huh? No, it would have just made me sad. Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you know what? There's uh, there's another game I want to talk about this week. Mm. So, Marvel Snap came out for the oh for yeah the, for, for the mobile. Uh, and uh, I know Zach, you've had a chance to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, I don't know if you've partaken, but um, you know there are a couple listeners of the show. Uh, Jordan, um, you know he he uh, he got it. We've we've been having some uh, some conversations about it. And uh, <clears throat> I, it's can, so confusing because it's such a basic game, and there's no. I, I would almost go so far as to say it's not a good game. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so basic, and you know that there's not enough meat on the bone to keep you entertained. But for some reason, I keep playing it. Like I yeah, can't. Same here. Same here. I can't stop. It's just I don't know what it is. Like the I mean, like you get cards. And like they start as like a white border card, and like as you win matches, you can power them up to be like green borders, and then blue borders, and then I don't know what's after that because like you know. Well, the character the character will break out of the border, so it has like it gives like a borderless look, and then there's finally like a like upgrade upgrade of the of the character and the card or something is like the last step where where it turns to rare. Like any of this shit means anything. I don't yeah. even know. And and that's the thing too, is like, okay, so basically the game breaks to anybody who hasn't played the game, the game basically starts out. There's three uh, lands in the middle and the first one, it flips over at, in the first round and it basically has an attribute and it's random. Like, so, you know, it could be that like, you can only play one card on this for the first, like for the first round and then rounds, you know, three, four and five, it's locked. So you can't play any cards. Or, 
you know, whoever has the most amount of cards with the highest ratings, you get an extra 100 points on this card. So or on this land and your job is basically you have four slots in each of the three spots or each of the three lands to put down your strongest combination of people um, with their power points. Um, the second uh, territory opens up in like the uh, the third round or the third match i think the second one or the last land opens up in the fourth and then you basically have six rounds and then it's done like your points to summon your marvel characters are equivalent to the round that you're in so round one you get one point two you get round two you get two points you can't bank any points so like whatever you have in that round you have to use it or you lose it and like each marvel character or most of the marvel characters have uh, like if you tap on the card, they all have abilities, or most of them do, I should say. Um, but that's pretty much the game. Uh, and then you play against random uh, people on the internet, but the names seem legit, but like the way that they play, it's like they did not read any of the cards or the tutorial or how to play the game. They're just randomly putting down cards. And and this week, me and Shan talked about this yesterday in person, but it was one of those things like, I've played a lot of this game. I've never lost. Mm-hmm. Shannon has never lost. Mm-mm. I I don't know if it's real or not <laughs> because I'm either playing five-year-olds who are just like, woo, comic book characters and have no idea what they're doing. Or it's, it's like when you first fire up Fortnite and they're like, yeah, we're just sticking you with a bunch of dumb bots. Have fun killing things. Um, I have no idea, but I think I like playing it because the comic art is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Like the the artwork is fantastic in the game, and and the UI works. Like it, it's it's easy to play. It's fast. Um, the upgrade parts are kind of gross, but you don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's I keep I keep firing it up, and I don't know why. I don't. I wouldn't say I like it all that much, but it's the carrot on the stick of like, ah, well, let me win this round and I can get one more card and see what that is. And see what this character is. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's weird. Cause there's also like a skill tree. So like you, there's always one card when you finish your match. I don't, I don't know what it's like when you lose because like I haven't lost yet, but I know when you win, you're, you get one card that gets a power up. You power up that card. And it increases your, um, I guess, your progress. So, like, there's a season pass for... So, there's a free season pass, and then there's a paid season pass. And the free season pass, like, every time you level up a card, like, when you get to certain marks, you basically get another card, or you get, like, some tchotchke of some type. Uh, So, you know, you're unlocking cards there. There's plenty of, like, free stuff in this game, like, you know, and it's usually in the in the form of either, like, another card or another Marvel character. Sometimes they're A-listers, sometimes they're, like, Z-listers, like, I don't even know some of these guys. Um, but, you know, everybody's got their own, var- their, their artwork, and then there's variants of each card, like, you can unlock them in the shop. Um it doesn't really feel like you need to pay any money at this point for anything. Cause like, I don't, I mean, other than buying like cards that are more beneficial, I haven't really seen that pop out yet. Um, it's just skins and variants and yeah, it's just, it's weird. And like, I just, I, I don't want to play it and I do want to play it. It's, it's, I, it's, it's confusing. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I was thrown for a loop when Zach was like, yeah, I don't think it's very good. I was like, oh, here we go. He's like, but I can't stop playing it. I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, like, after a while, you get used to, like, seeing this, the, the lands that pop out in the middle, right? And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I already know what that is. So I already know what my strategy is going to kind of be. And, like, sometimes the people that you're playing against, they're putting down cards. They're, they're like, gambling, like, on what the yeah, future yeah, lands are sure. going to be. Like, they're just throwing cards down, like, wherever willy-nilly. And you're just like, okay, this is throwing off my whole strategy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm not seeing. Um, but, yeah, it's, it kind of seems like it's a little OP because everybody gets the Hulk. And like mm-hmm. the Hulk is like a six energy like caster, but and he 12, has, yeah, right? he's got 12 power. Um, and then Iron Man has like zero is a zero cast um, uh, person, but his ability, he has zero attack, but his ability is basically any card that's on that land doubles in power, like double it, your total doubles when you put him down. Um, so you know, it's pretty interesting to see, you know, there's some strategy there, but like, you know, usually people are throwing down the Hulk and like Iron Man in like the last round on one land on one land. And like, all you got to do is win two of the three spots and that's how you win the match. Uh, so, you know, you can basically guarantee that somebody's going to slam that combo down somewhere. Um, so I basically just focus on trying to power up two of the areas and make the third one like competitive, but not really care about it um so that way you know it's kind of like it draws people more to that other lane but um yeah it's 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 confusing we'll see how much longer yeah uh you know if justin gets a phone made this century maybe he can play it too (laughs) who knows um you know he's he's dying over there dude like (laughs) i'm back I'd expect an angry text message about it, but I mean, you know, it's not going to go through the group chat. I'll tell you that. <laughs> God forbid that I don't have an iPhone <laughs> or, or a phone made this decade. I'm not picky. Like, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, what? I'm going to prove I'm going to look up when the Google, not Google, the note eight came out. <laughs> oh shit. It's probably right at 10 years by now. I know, I know. No, it's probably 2019. It, we're in the decade of the, the 2020s, so I felt safe p- pulling decade out. It came out September 15th, 2017. So it's been Thank you. about five years. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> Is that why you stopped playing Pokemon Go? Because it won't run on it anymore? No, it runs. I stopped playing because... Uh, my like bag was full. I was getting so many items from walking around, but yeah. like not catching anything that I like wanted to catch that I was like, man, like I'm not gaining anything from doing this. <laughs> um, so have you considered ever not buying a box of magic one month and getting a new phone? <laughs> well, that's the th- I haven't needed. A new- that's the thing. I don't play like a lot of phone games. I don't even really like talking on the phone, (laughs) to be honest. Dude, my phone makes zero noise. And if someone calls me on it, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like, yeah, I I never actually talk on the phone. Um, No, I I, I would actually, to be serious for a moment, I would think that you would want, like, something more powerful so you could actually do some, like, programming type shakes. I know that's part of the, the appeal of Android is you have access to all these 
apps and stuff that let you do some of that shit on the fly. No, not not you. Not, like not I mean, like I've, I like my Android phone. Like I've had my not this one, but like I have my previous phones and stuff. I rooted them and had like all sorts of weird like fun stuff on them. But, um, I mean for the most part, as long as like I honestly pretty much just use my phone anymore for like Discord and like twitter and then they'll look yeah. up look up shit while i'm playing elden ring <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it, it is a hundred percent my twitter device that's that's basically what my phone is yeah 90 of the time um okay we can get off justin's ancient android phone uh when we should because i hear sirens they're blaring they're I mean, blaring in the background might, they, they might not be the sirens of old because uh you know there wasn't much to talk about it might might be like a dinky siren this week well, they're they're about as loud as Shannon's man bun that I'm looking at right now. Uh, oh, <laughs> no, it is hilarious the way the way your hair. I know it's I know your hair is short, but the way it's like frilled up behind your headphones right now, it totally looks like you're rocking the man bun, which is yeah, great. Looking like Keith from Urban Outfitters over here. <laughs> Urban Damn. Outfitters. No, he's he's the manager of Urban Outfitters because you know balding with the. Uh, the party in the back. Oh, oh man. Oh, I mean, dude, I, I look I, at this. Look at this. <laughs> I, I have nowhere to talk. Like, and I, I think, it, yeah, it's just it, like, it, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm like mid forehead right now. Like, that's where my oh, I, I'm rock. I've got the six head, dude. Like, look at this. Like, <laughs> the fact that Zach just came after me only for my phone, I consider myself lucky. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was an attack on my personal character. It was I'm like the, the I'm like that douchebag at the uh, at the resort in She Hulk, where like you know he's got the bun pulled back. He's wearing yeah, a yeah. He's always like, whoa, like harsh like, your vibe, man. You need yeah. a good yurt. Unironically, say Namaste all the time. Yeah. <laughs> And and speaking of spoilers in She-Hulk, I, I was convinced we had done this a couple weeks ago, but uh, the boys here told me, no, no, we just talked around it. We never actually went in depth on the finale of She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have all seen it now. Mm-hmm. And uh, what were your thoughts, gentlemen? Uh, Shannon, Shannon, let's start with you, because me and Justin danced around it already. So uh, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> you know, it <laughs> like it. Like I didn't, I felt like they kind of worked themselves into a corner where it was like, she, she gets to the, she gets to the retreat, like abomination, like is like changing. He's the one that's like holding like this, like res, like re- resort thing for like, um, I forget what the name of the group is. I don't care. Um, but you find out it's like the douchey guy and you're like, okay, well that's not too much of a surprise. Then he injects himself with the, with her DNA like stuff. And he turns into a Hulk and you're just like, what the hell is going on? And then she's like, you know, got the band on that won't let her turn into the She-Hulk. And you're just like, okay, well, she's screwed. And then she's like, well, hold on, like, time out. Like, where do I got to go? Like, this is getting crazy. And like the fourth wall, like all but like disintegrates. And like, she like walks out, goes to the writers, goes to Kevin. Kevin's a robot, like a freaking robot. And you're just like, okay, like what the, what is going on here? Like, come on guys. Like this is getting a little out of control. Like, I mean, you guys just were like, what is every little like crazy thing that we can throw into the show? That's going to break the fourth wall that people are going to like, or might be a little decisive. And we're just going to do that. And then like, you're like, I don't like that ending. Like I, what can I do? Like, how can I redo this? And like, you know, daredevil is useless in the last like little bit of the show. Like I wanted to see him come back and do more stuff. So I was just, I was kind of disappointed by the way the whole thing kind of wrapped up, but that's just me. 
Dude, Zach, do you have any idea what the fuck Shannon's talking about? Because I thought it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was pretty damn impressive, actually. Because they went through this whole thing where it was it was like a, a three-episode rope-a-dope where you're just like, okay, I figured out that Todd is going to be the bad guy and he's probably behind this whole thing. Oh, look, he is. And, and it was wrapping up like every Marvel series has. Mm-hmm. Where it's like all the the breadcrumbs we've been leaving for four or five episodes. Look, they were all true, and now here's the crazy CGI fight at the end of the thing. And great, and here's and here's the series. And they're like, wait, fourth wall break. None of this makes any sense. Who the fuck cares about Todd? Like, can we just stop this bullshit? And like, she goes to the Marvel Studios and is like, this is stupid. And then they have like Kevin the robot who looks like Kevin Feige, yeah, which I he's thought wearing was the great. hat and everything. Yeah. Is yeah, totally. And, and convinces him that to not do the same crap she's always been doing or that he's always been doing and to try it her way. And then it all just kind of worked. And then she gets to, you know, shack up with daredevil one more time and <laughs> all that. I did love how daredevil just like falls out of the clear blue sky. It was like, I'm here. And it's like, okay, well, all right. That was really good. Um, I do also like that the only person that we haven't talked about that has a worse hairline than you or me is Hulk's son. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that was brutal. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did find that funny, though. At the end, they just couldn't help themselves by being like, oh, and Hulk is here with a kid. And it's like, wait, what? Huh? So, you know, more young Avengers fodder for that for that thing that would they keep trailing along we've got we've got quite a cast now with uh what was it the the kid from uh falcon and winter soldier there's the the girl from hawkeye there's uh wanda's kids there's hulk's kid now so we, we've got quite a quite a lineup of, Natasha's sister right oh yeah uh, i almost think she's too old when you compare it to everyone else that's why i think that's why i think she's gonna go thunderbolts instead of whatever this young Avengers thing is. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's very interesting how they just keep uh, Ant-Man's daughter. Oh yeah. She's supposed to have a big role in the new movie. Mm -hmm. So what's, what's her name in the comic stature or something? Yeah. Yeah. Cassie or whatever. Yeah. But I think the, the comic book name for her was stature. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. Um, So yeah, they've, they've got some interesting stuff out there. I'll tell you both this. I really hope Wakanda forever is, is fucking rad. Cause <laughs> dog, I, man, this Marvel stuff is starting to, <sighs> it's, it's lost its shine. It has, I don't want to, I don't want to say it out loud, but man, it just has. So, yeah, I mean, it, I, I think it will like just based off of what I've seen from the trailers. Um, and even then I choose not to, really pay too much attention mm-hmm. to because I would like to be surprised by the movie. Um, I mean, what I've seen looks pretty good. So, you know, it seems to me like they're weaving in the, like the story beats pretty good. And, you know, they're, you know, doing a good job of keeping uh, Chadwick Boseman's character, like in the canon and like paying respect to him, but at the same time, moving the story along. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would like to see it and I I'm, I'm still holding out hope for them. I think, see, I know me. And if they nail it in Wakanda forever, 
I'm going to be right back in with two feet and it's going to be so sad for me because <laughs> I know probably nothing of that quality is coming for like three years, but I'll still be right back in. It'll be enough to hook me. I mean, you got to be hopeful for, for Loki season two. Um, yeah. Dude, well, and Ant-Man, dude, I'm super hyped for Ant-Man. Just because we get more Kang. Yeah. And, well, and just because the Ant-Man movies alone, I love, like, Paul Rudd is, like, up yeah. there with, like, Keanu Reeves for me, where it's just like, dude, he's just a joy to watch. Right. For sure. <sighs> well, all right. I think we've got a show. A smaller one after our uh, long saga last week. Mm-hmm. But uh, that ha- that's what happens when Steve joins us and me and Justin at least start geeking out on horror movies. So, uh, well, Justin, why don't you take us on in for a landing? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life podcast. You know what? Why don't you, uh, you know, if you've been playing some uh, Mario and Rabbids or whatever you've been playing, head on over to Discord. You know, let us know what you're playing. And, you know, uh, and we have the daily game section. A lot of people have been playing Guess the Game and stuff. That's been that's been fun. You know, I like the fact that more people are getting involved in that. It's a it's a fun little game. That's how I start my morning. It's a fun little game to play. And uh, you know, we're all, we're all gamers. So you know, whether we have Androids or iPhones, <laughs> and you know, while you're at it, <laughs> why don't you head on over to Spotify, give your boys a review. You know, and. Uh, Hey, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, why don't you go be great? And Gotham Knights is game of the year. I don't care what anybody says. And I got the collector's version because I want Nightwing statues. I get to play as Nightwing. <laughs>